Welcome to the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Bud and Nadir, where aspiring champs come to get the latest and most accurate information to become top tier. Let's get on with the episode. We are back with another episode of Top Tier Tactics where T.Y. Johnson owners are extremely sad. How you doing, bud? Sad. Are you? It's been a rough night. How rough? It's up and downs. You know, up and downs. The, the, that fantasy football life. It's a fantasy football life. Of course it is. You know, that's how it is in fantasy football. One day, one moment, you're on top of the world. The next, you need to be talked off that ledge. You know, Juju scoring that touchdown. Yeah, I was ecstatic. Oh yeah. oh, yeah, you were. You know, I was I was happy. I was right next to you for that. And then uh, James Conner. James Conner ruined your day. I'm sorry. It's ruined my life. But it can't be worse than T.Y. T. Yeah, T.Y. Johnson owners. Ty Johnson. T.Y. Johnson. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Who cares? But what if you had T.Y. Johnson and you lost like that? It'd be pretty bad. I mean, a lot of people wasted their fab on him. A lot of people wasted their waiver uh, number one claim on him. We said on, on Thursday's episode, don't do it. Pro- people probably still did it, and they took a fat L for it, and chances are they're on the bottom of their standings. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, it's all right, though. Um, but moving on. Now... Say the Pats defense. We talked about this a little bit. Say the Pats defense stays together. Next year, when are you drafting them? They're this year, right now, they're a top ten fantasy football player. Yes, but Th- that's I, I, that's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, things change drastically from year to year. So I mean, I'm not. I would not be the person reaching for them. Yeah. What would you? You're you're more of a gauge on it. I'm. I, it's so hard for me to reach on a defense like that. I know. I, I get it. The Right now, they're top 10. It's crazy to say that in the third round of your of your fantasy football draft, you're taking a defense. Yeah, it's insane. But uh, you just might have to. If they're, putting up 20 po- if they're putting up 20 points minimum every week, that's a huge advantage. Are you guaranteed 20 points every week? They have put up, I think the lowest was 19. I will double check for you right now. But From year to year, the changes are so drastic. The Patriots have always had a solid so, defense. I mean, I, I don't, I'm not doing that. They don't have anybody that is on the cusp or potentially on a contract year. They're, they I'm, got their guys locked down. I'm not doing it. I'm, I'm not doing it. No way. No way. You, that's your point of view. I could not do it. Okay, the lowest is 10. The second lowest is 16. I'm not arguing that they're a top 10 fantasy player right now. Yeah. But I'm not giving a third. I'm not doing a third round for well, I'm, I'm not doing it. Let's compare third rounders that were drafted this year. Zach Ertz. Which one would you rather have? Right now, if I knew. No. I mean, Patriots defense yeah, probably because Zach Ertz hasn't shown up. Carry on Johnson? Yeah, I mean... I'm not arguing the fact that they're a top 10. You could argue there's only like five or six people that are higher than them right now. So we could argue all day about who is who. You know what I mean? Like there's there's not a lot of players. Yeah, but 
So you <laughs> a defense starts out with like ten to fifteen points right off the bat. That's free points. I, if they stay that way, yes. But a defense as elite as that, typically, as more often than not, has shown it's going to gain, not just stay that way. I'm I'm just I'm not doing it, dude. You're not doing I'm it. I'm absolutely not drafting them in the third round. I can't do it. My brain will not function that way. Right now, my brain will explode. Right now, an Antonio Brown owner is looking at you, going. I wish I took him in the third round. Antonio Clown? Antonio Clown. The one that was talking to a whole bunch and then wants to come back in the NFL again? Yeah. 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 Yeah, that guy? You know, it's a clown. You know, somebody tweeted at him. Oh, let's and, hear it. And said, hey, how come you're not playing in the NFL? How, and like, how come you're not playing in the NFL? And why do you have an unfair, uh, like, what do they call it? Perspective on you. And then yeah, AB yeah, a- a- replies to him and he goes, it's normal for our kind. Our kind, yeah. huh? I mean, <laughs> whatever. I'm not going to get into it. I'm not going to get into it. But I, lo- I love my AB news. I'm sorry. AB is just, is just, he lost his freaking mind. But to reiterate, I'm not doing it. You're not doing it? I'm absolutely, that's not even going through my mind. I don't know. It's, well, it's how not- high are you going to pick him? If if it stays intact, everything stays intact. So so there's gonna be there's gonna be movement. There's movement every year for every team, Say, offense or defense. Oh. They get new players coming in. They get people coming out. So uh, there's gonna be slight movement. Slight. I mean, what what are you thinking? Okay. Say say they use their first round draft pick next year. Oh goodness. On an edge rusher. Oh goodness. I would do it in the third round. Oh my God, you're absolutely insane. Insane. Uh-huh. I don't know. It's tough. Say say if they keep that secondary. And they draft an an edge rusher, you have to, like that you can't. I don't think so you have hard. to. You don't there, have to. There's such. But. There's so many different perspectives on this. I mean, I'm not. I can't do it. There's no way I can do it. I can't. I, I don't know, man. I can't justify it. It's I really to, can't. It's hard because because what you're what you're looking for is for them to have the same year that they had this year, uh, drastically having touchdowns almost every game. Almost they would outscore. So. They would be four and three right now with just defense, just defense, just points. defensive points. So, I mean, if I'm expecting them to do that again, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not expecting them. To do that. That's so much to ask for. That's ridiculous. That's like asking Tom Brady to have 500 touchdown season every year, 500 or 50, 50 <laughs> touchdown season. Sorry. 50 touchdown season every year. It's, it's not going to happen. I don't know. It's it's a lot. Say they just get their projected points, which is like 15 right now. So they get 15 every week. That's still really good. I'm not saying it's not good. I just don't see it happening again. I, I don't see them doing this all year. Do you see them doing this every game? If they consistently have this easy schedule, which they do year in and year out, collusion. Yeah, collusion. Collusion. Tuck it's, rule. It's Tuck just rule. <laughs> just saying collusion. I'm just telling you right now. That division of theirs just does not know how to get stronger. And if it doesn't get stronger, then they're just going to have great matchups. What are you talking about? The Dolphins are so good. And, oh, man, I completely forgot about how good they are. I'm sorry. I shouldn't even listen to you. I, they put up like 20 points against the Steelers. That's That's pretty good, right? I guess so. NFL Headlines. My boy, Kenyon Drake who I picked up two weeks ago just in case for this moment, mm-hmm. got traded to the Cardinals for a conditional sixth rounder that could potentially be a fifth. 
Unfortunately for him, he goes against the Niners. I believe has a bye week, plays Seattle, and then I believe the Niners again. So he doesn't get much. I th- I think this shows more concern about David Johnson than Kenyon Drake. Yes. I mean, I, I we we can't believe anything Cliff Kingsbury or Library is telling us, right? I mean, of course. My next news is Kingsbury calls David Johnson day to day. Can we can we believe that? No, no not no, not even close. No, no, not even close. That's ridiculous. So them trading for Drake, yes. After the Chase Edmonds injury, I can understand. Um, I get why, but it also shows David Johnson there could be more to this than what we're actually getting. Yeah. Um. Right now, Chase Edmonds is hurt with a hamstring. That's going to linger, and he's going to be out for a couple weeks. Yep. As of right now, you have a clear-cut number one RB if you're a, if you are able to get Kenyon Drake. As of right now, we will talk about him later on in the waiver section, but he's 61% owned. Chances are you might be able to snag him up. Maybe, maybe if you're lucky. Uh, hopefully, you did it a week before. I didn't. I did it in a couple leagues. I know you did it in a couple leagues. Um, but what are expectations for somebody like this? Should we talk about it on the waiver section? Yeah, I'll talk about it in the waiver section. Uh, Chargers fire Ken Wisenhunt. My question is, is it Ken Wisenhunt or is it Philip Rivers? Ken Wisenhunt. You think it's Wisen, Wisenhunt's fault? Yeah, because, I mean, Philip Rivers has been a great quarterback before him, and I continually think that he'll be a great quarterback after him. Is it, do you think, the stress of having 12 children wearing on oh, Philip Rivers? Oh, that, you know what? I'm just, I'm just letting you know. Hot take. No way. I have yeah. one child. Huh. I have one child. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it can be a struggle sometimes. I'm not complaining. Okay. Or, or am I? Yeah. I don't know. But 12? 12. Well, see, the, the great part about it is that he doesn't really have to take care of him because he's playing football half the time. Maybe he should be a stay-at-home dad instead of playing football? Nah, I would Because it kind of looks like it. Yeah. The way he's playing? No. No. Yeah. He doesn't have help. Like, right now his O-line's a little hurt. His receiving core is hurt. I mean, his best receiver is Keenan Allen, and he was hobbling off one leg last game. I think he played pretty good for his circumstance. That is still the Bears' defense. The Bears. The Bears. The doo-doo Bears. We'll talk about them. I don't even want to talk about them. Never mind. I just... They ran the ball. Wow. Uh, it's wow. a freaking miracle they ran the ball. We'll talk about it a little later. I don't want to. Uh, Geis on track to play week 11, supposedly. supposedly. Do we even believe this? Well, you know, if you – well, see, he's on track to play week 11, but he's going back on the IR week 12. <laughs> Should just throwing that out there right Probably. there. Probably. I like on. it. Uh, Matt Ryan expected to start week 10. Um, Didn't we hear this last week? Yeah. Do we believe it this week? Not really. I, d- I think I'd rather have Matt Schaub. He was able to spread the field around. He threw it to Julio, something that apparently Matt Ryan doesn't know how to do anymore. Maybe maybe he'll learn from Matt Schaub. Uh, no, Matt Schaub should just play consistently. Matt Schaub didn't throw an interception or pick six either. Yeah, he's improved. It's a miracle. He's improved. Because, I mean, every game he started in the last six games, I think he threw a pick six in. Yeah. Maybe he learned. Good for him. Proud of him. Yeah, not bad. Newton's still rehabbing, so uh, Allen will start. Kyle Allen is the better QB, in my opinion. Uh, I mean, he was able he was able to dot up the Niners on several occasions, 
and I honestly don't think Cam Newton could do that. He doesn't have the accuracy or the ability to read the defense. Uh, Kyle Allen has shown that he could play in the NFL level. He's soft. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Right. Uh, Chase Edmonds, obviously out for a couple weeks. We already said that with a hamstring strain. Um, it just drop. It's yeah, he's it's done. done. He's done. Sorry. Yeah, it's hopefully done. you started him in that one week. Other than that, <laughs> oof. you probably didn't, but yeah. hopefully, Miles Sanders' shoulder. He will not miss time. That's what they always say. Yes, but does it matter? Not really. Not really. I mean, other than that one magical run of his, he didn't do anything. He had twenty-two points. He had some pass catching ability, and that's pretty much all he was doing. Yeah. And then he had the one run, sixty-eight yard yeah. run for a touchdown. Yeah, he's not going to do that again. Uh, Joe Flacco herniated disc in his neck out this week. I don't think it's a huge deal for quarterback wise. What it affects is Cortland Sutton. Really? In my opinion. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. you got Drew Locke, a rookie quarterback that what if we get a Mason Rudolph out there? You know what I mean? We, we don't know what Locke is going to be. He has a big arm. So the potential is there, but we don't know what's going to go on. So I think if Flacco is going to be out, which, I mean, I assume he's going to be. Uh, he's not going to play against Cleveland. If he's not better on the bye week after that, he's going to go on the IR. And then Locke or there's another backup. I don't know the name. But it's not a good look. Now, is it a coincidence that he gets injured after he supposedly lashes out <clears throat> against the coaches on the media? He probably told them he was elite and they just didn't. Well, the way they're playing... It shows that the team is clearly holding us back, holding him back. Obviously, yeah, he's so elite. He's hella good, dude. He's a stud. I'm just saying, love him. Let's go into receivers. We had some elite, high quality gameplay out of Cooper Cup this week. I like this one. I, I, can I can I skip one real quick? Go for Michelle it. Evans. I like that, right? I, I like it. You like it? <laughs> I like it. You like I'll, how you put that? It's beautiful. Eleven for one ninety eight and two touchdowns. It's Michael, just, it's just Michelle Evans. Michelle you, right? Evans. Michelle I mean, Evans. Just a normal good. day for Michelle. Um, go on with your Cooper Cup. Cooper I just Cup. had to add that. Yeah. Cooks went down. Cooper Cup went up. It doesn't matter if Cooks goes down. He's just playing absolutely horrendous lately. Incorrect. Cooks. Yes. How good is Cooks playing? Well, when he's playing, when he's healthy, he plays. He does well. what? He plays well. What's well? Well, I mean, he had mediocre at best. Well, he was on pace for nine hundred yards. That's it? That's not bad. A, th- a thousand yards is considered a great year. 900 yards is I'm pretty average. sure he's been averaging 1,200 yards every year. Yeah. So he's down a that's, lot. That's a regress, but he's, it's not He's regression. It's not bad. It's probably one of his worst seasons. 900 yards is still above average. Mediocre. With a concussion. Relax. Just saying. Relax. Are you sad? Are you trying to get rid of him or something? Nah. I like my boy Cooper you Cup. Like He's your, on a bye week. He's going to get healthy. He'll be fine. Cooks, you mean? Uh, Cooper Cup. <laughs> yeah, he's a stud. Yeah. He's great. He's a monster. Galladay. Two for 123, two touchdowns. One with the trick play. Just just a monster. Yeah, he's great. Going to be a top five receiver by the end of the year, from my opinion. Other than his lost fumble, he pretty much had a pitch-perfect game. I mean, do you think this offense can 
have two sustainable wide receivers like Marvin Jones and Galladay. No. It's one or the other because that's what it seems like. Yeah, that's how it's been all year. Mostly okay. has been on Galladay. But I mean, Marvin Jones had that four touchdown game. Yes. And then Galladay didn't do anything. And then Galladay has this game. Marvin Jones didn't do that much. Yeah. Even Amendola got a little taste of action yeah. today. Or not today. Sorry, Sunday. And uh, it, it does have the ability to sustain it, especially without a running game right now. Uh, but Galladay is still going to be an, a top-tier receiver. He's a, probably a wide receiver one right now and must start no matter on the matchup. Yeah. And your next guy, Chris Conley. Chris Conley. He kind of came out of nowhere. But right now, D.D. Westbrook is a little injured. We're going to definitely talk about him in the waiver wire section period. But he went four receptions, 103 yards, and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyrell Williams hurt guy. hurt three for 91 one touchdown if he's on the field I'm playing him yeah he's a must start it, Carr feels comfortable with him just like Waller those guys get the most targets I know Hunter Renfro had better stats had a big long run for a touchdown to me he's irrelevant the guys you want on this Oakland team is Tyrell Williams or Darren Waller they're going to soak up all the targets he played really well, especially against the Texans' defense. Now, did he get all of his yards against the cornerback that they just traded them? <laughs> you know you had to add that. I had to. Uh, no, actually. No? No. Did he even play? Connolly? Yeah. He did. He did? He did. They had go? a lot of injuries on their corner. They had both their starters were gone. Connolly came in. He started immediately. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think they had, a, they had another corner injury that didn't come back. So they were... Very thin. thin yeah. Very thin at corner, yes. How did Conley do? Okay, mediocre. Mediocre? He yeah. Didn't do anything. Didn't do much. Yeah, who cares? Wide receivers you like. Now, last podcast, I talked about how Metcalf is a must start. You love him. And if you listen to me, congratulations. You got two touchdowns, but the fun part was he only got 13 yards. Does that concern you at all? Or is yeah. it just he's he's a red zone threat? He has the most red zone targets in the NFL at 13. Yeah. If you get in red zone targets, you deserve to be starting. He's a great deep threat, but the way the game script of this game just happened to pan out, they were getting the ball in short fields. It was raining. Carson ran the ball well. Um, I mean, you're lucky you got the two touchdowns, but, I mean, it's fantasy football. You take whatever you can get. I mean, when we talked about Metcalf earlier earlier in the year, yeah, this was the best possibility for him to succeed with Russell Wilson. Yeah. Because when the play breaks down, Russell Wilson makes plays. And Metcalf Metcalf can use that to his advantage, and he has been. He's been a great starter all year. Mm -hmm. Touchdown dependent on some games, but, I mean, he's getting them. If he's getting them, you're starting them. Exactly. And then Golden Tate is my guy. Eight for 85, 10 targets. He's been very consistent since he's been back. He's at least had uh, nine targets each game the last three games. Now, will that diminish his value when Sterling Shepard comes back? I think we'll hurt a little bit, um, but Daniel Jones has been able to spread the ball and play very well. So I, I Sorry, don't drop that? him. D- Danny Dimes. Sorry? Repeat is, that? Is, Dan- is Daniel Jones better than Jimmy G? Oh, uh, Fantasy relevance, fa- yes, fantasy 100%. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. But that's two completely different, two completely different offenses. Uh Jimmy G is... They I'd don't play on the same team? Surprisingly. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, uh, Jimmy G is the better quarterback, but 
Daniel Jones is putting up better numbers right now. So, yeah, Daniel Jones is a stud. I love the guy. That's my guy right there. Everybody knows it. True that. Um, I do think it will take a little hit for Golden Tate, but yeah. I, he's a viable starter. Oh yeah, every week, mm-hmm. uh, especially in PPR flat platforms. We don't know when Sterling Shepard's going to be actually be back. Yeah, he's been supposedly cleared and health or symptom free, but he still hasn't cleared the protocol, which is two conflicting statements. Yeah, so Golden Tate. Golden Tate. Yeah, he's a plug and play every week. Uh, I really like Josh Reynolds now that we have a potential long-term Cooks injury. You liked him last year. I liked him a lot last year. He's big, big-framed, long arms. In the red zone, he had four targets in one drive in the red zone against the Bengals. Uh, he had eight targets, only only came down with three of them, but 73 yards and a touchdown. Uh, he's a huge red zone threat. Good game. Diggs is my guy, and obviously – Seven yeah. for 143. He's had monster games the last couple of weeks. Um, obviously, with Thielen being out, he was the number one guy there. Mm-hmm. Obviously, but it is awesome how that how that offense is starting to spread out, and it's not mainly running. Kirk Cousins is getting on track. Oh yeah, a little bit. Um, so Diggs and Thielen are back to where we th- kind of thought they were in the beginning of the year. I think they're getting yeah. to that point. Yeah, we we expected big numbers from them, and it was looking pretty lackluster. If you're a dig zoner right now, you feel pretty comfortable starting him. Yeah. I like that a lot. Now we got the RBs. Now, oh. Do you want me to just like give you a little drum roll? Yeah, give me a drum <laughs> roll. <laughs> that was horrible. Guys. My boy, T. Coleman, right here on the Niners, the 7 and 0 Niners. Can you say that? 7 and 0 Niners? Yeah, there you go. Can you say 7 and 0 Raiders? No, you can't. Didn't think so. Now, Tevin Coleman had 11 rushes, 105 yards, three rushing touchdowns, two receptions, 13 yards, and a touchdown. He was just having a monster game, just like how the Niners are monsters, just like how Jimmy G's a monster with that monster jawline. Did you see one of those little, little they had a little swing, a uh, little reverse, and then Jimmy G went out and threw a block. He just pancaked the guy. And then it was Emmanuel Sanders took it for like a 13-yard gain. Ooh, it was great. Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Jones. I'm just going to I'm just gonna, I'm gonna blow by yeah, it. I yeah. ignored exactly what you said. Uh, 13 for 67, no touchdowns. 7 for 159 and two touchdowns. Great game. Great Aaron great Jones game. game, but a side note. What's his name, Murray? Uh, Jamal forget, Williams. Jamal Williams. I forgot his name. <laughs> completely, completely forgot his name. Jamal Williams also had two touchdowns. I mean, he is also a viable starter. If Aaron Jones is starting, Jamal Williams has to be a starter as well, in my opinion. Uh, but moving on, Octavius Murray, 21 rushes, 102 yards, touchdown, and nine receptions. This is where I thought it was very interesting. Nine receptions, 55 yards, and a touchdown receiving. Uh, I mean, Kamara's probably back next week. But if not, Octavius Murray, of course, RB1 must start. Now, even if Kamara does come back, where do you put Murray? I don't think you could just bench him now, right? I'm not starting Murray. You're not starting Murray? No. I mean, if you're if you're in a bind, sure, maybe a flex option. But I'm not – I don't – when Kamara comes back, I don't feel comfortable starting Murray every week. Do you think the limit – Matchup specific. I think he's going to be used maybe like in a Mark Ingram way, how they had Kamara, but I would have to see it when they come back. I'm not just going to jump him right in. 
that makes sense? Yeah, I feel it. I mean, we'll see what see where we're at and then go from there. Yeah, I mean, he got the workload and he is on a good offense with a good scheme and he got the volume. Okay. So he he was productive. He did what he was supposed to do. My opinion. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he played great. Yeah. He played great. Teddy Bridgewater played great. That whole offense as a scheme, the whole coaching staff deserves a great round of applause for how well they were able to game plan and make uh, probably mediocre players look very well. Now, McCaffrey, going against the Niners, 14 rushes, 117 yards, and a touchdown. Two, two, only, this is, uh, I think, the great job by the Niners' defense, but only two catches for 38 yards. Now, the Niners look a little bit exposed. I'm not going to lie. They look a little exposed on tosses and counters where people would overcommit very well, or not even very well. That's actually a double negative. They overcommitted. Very well. Yeah, overcommitted poorly. Uh, on rushes, trying to tackle McCaffrey in the. I mean, the Mc- McCaffrey did what McCaffrey does. He did surprisingly and against I, the Niners. I mean, and Dalvin Cook did what Dalvin Cook does. Correct. I mean, they're both top tier players. Top tier. Um, both of them are higher than New England defense in points, which wow. can show you a lot. Uh, Aaron Jones is too actually. Uh, twenty three, ninety eight, and one touchdown for Dalvin Cook. Five receptions, seventy three yards. Was was an absolute monster. I mean, it just same old, same old, just different. Different team against some against against someone else. Some random team. Yeah. Uh, Tight ends. Ryan Griffin was four for sixty six with two touchdowns. Uh, Jets tight end. If you don't know him, Uh, Herndon's going to come back at some point. What to me this shows that Sam Darnold is going to go to the tight end in the red zone. Yeah. And when Herndon comes back, he could be a viable option to save you for that tight end spot. And he is on the way for it. Yeah, Robbie Anderson isn't quite big enough to be at a complete red zone threat. Everybody knows Love Bell is going to get the ball. They end up always having a man on him, and they stack the box. Great situation for Ryan Griffin or whoever that tight end is in the current time. Uh, Darren Fells. I mean, right now he has immense red zone potential with Watson. I mean, six receptions, 58 yards, another two touchdowns. He's a touchdown machine right now. Uh, streaming or if you're in a bind at tight end, he's great. Yeah. I think he's a great play. It's a good option. Play. Um, especially with Kiki QT. Uh, mm-hmm. They're not happy with him right now. They benched him. Really? They, yeah. They benched him. So it's a good option. Another guy for him to throw to, especially with the injury. Yeah. Um, Kenny Stills isn't a big enough to be a red zone threat. And he's not even performing up to the standards other than his 100-yard game. Two yeah, weeks ago. I mean, I think it, that offense is going to spread it around a little bit, and that's why Darren Fells is, is there. And a lot of options got hurt. Or, I mean, Will Fuller, Kiki QT hasn't been performing. I know they just got Kenny Stills, and Hopkins hasn't been performing as much as we thought he was going to. Uh, but Fells has moved in there. It's a good streamer option. Uh, Janu Smith, 6 for 78, one touchdown. I mean, I Delaney Walker could be back soon, so he might be irrelevant. Mm-hmm. But I mean, as long as Delaney Walker is gone, or even if he's there with Tannehill being a much needed upgrade in the passing game, mm-hmm. either of them will be great starts regardless who's starting. Yeah, Austin Hooper, six for sixty-five, one touchdown, just doing what Hooper's been doing all year. Um, Travis Kelsey, four for sixty-three, one touchdown. I mean, these guys are no-brainer starts. No what brain. you're gonna do? Yeah. Um, Derek Carr, your quarter. I'll let you go over your uh, quarterback. Two eighty-five, three three touchdowns, two over forty-yard touchdowns. Is this his best game of the of his career? No, it is definitely not his best game of his career. Can you name a better one? 
I would have to look up, but I guarantee you he had a better game. Than really? This. Yes. Was the one where he broke his back, his leg? <laughs> or all of the above? All of the above. Ooh. Ooh. Hot take. Uh, <laughs> Danny Dimes. Danny, wait, wait, wait. Daniel the Goat Dimes Jones. You're, you better read it right. I read, I read it, it right. There you 322 go. for four touchdowns. Just, just putting up work. He puts up work. Putting he, up work. I mean, he opens the field up for Saquon. Saquon's doing his thing. He's getting his. Daniel's throwing his. Uh, the offense, it could be elite in a year or two. Once they get probably another elite receiver or some help on the O-line. Uh, Daniel has fumbling issues. He had two fumbles this game. Happened to just only lose one of them. Other than that, he's playing very good football right now. Yeah. Drew Brees, 373 for four touchdowns. Came back with a vengeance to show Teddy Bridgewater that he was the man. And Bridgewater got negative points. He somehow found a way to get negative points. Drew Brees showed him what's good. Drew Brees was like, I'm not going to kneel because it's going to hurt my (laughs) fantasy football (coughs) owners, and you're going to kneel for me. And he's a real one. He he did. He's a real one. Uh, like Aaron Rodgers, three hundred five, three touchdowns. Does what he does. Just doing it. I mean, did you see that magical pass to Jamal Williams where he's just throwing it to nowhere? Just, and then all he of a made some beautiful throws. This is what he um, does. He's back. I mean, yeah. he's he's been back. He's gonna have a rough schedule later on. Yeah, there there was a moment where all the hot takers, aka me, oh, were ready to him. throw out saying he's overrated. Oh, washed up. Nah, he made us. He's uh, he's he he's made us shut up real quick. Very talented. Very talented. Yeah, he's he's good. Um, are you ready for your favorite segment? Let's hear it. Waiver wire god. Let's start it off with the obvious one, the one you should be spending the most fab on, your waiver claim on, which is Kenyon Drake, 61% owned, and he's going to be taken on a workload in a RB-heavy offense. If you're in a PPR league, he's a must-have. How Chase Edmonds was involved, how DJ's involved, must-have guy. How do you feel? Yeah, I mean, I would start him against the Niners in a PPR platform and feel comfortable about it, at least being a flex. You know he's going to get receptions out of the back and get the full volume because they don't really have anyone um, except Alfred Morris, and I don't feel comfortable starting <laughs> Alfred Morris, and, and he doesn't even fit that scheme. No, not at all. So uh, Kenyon Drake is, is a perfect fit for that scheme. With those guys being out, I feel comfortable starting him. Darren Fells. We already talked about him a little bit. Mm-hmm. 19% owned. I would feel comfortable putting him in my tight end spot if I have no one and I need a streamer. Yeah, of course. No, but just a quick moment to backtrack on Kenny and Drake. One negative is you should only have him if you're a little bit more desperate on the RB range. As Like I said earlier, he plays SF. Then he plays sorry Tampa Bay. And they were known to shut down McCaffrey. Then the SF again right after that. And then a bye week. So... It's four pretty rough matchups. Three, actually. I'm, you're not starting them on a bye week, obviously. But it is a be careful on what you're doing because it's not looking good for him, even when he does start. You're not putting your full fab in. No. None, none of these guys you're doing, even 50% to, I don't even know if you're doing maybe 20% for for Kenyon Drake if you, no, you need should. a starter. No, you should. It, I mean, it just I'm not putting a, a massive amount in. Yeah, especially because we don't really know the how serious DJ's injury is. If he doesn't get put on the waiver wire by the time Kenyon Drake goes through all of those hard teams, DJ might be back. 
Um, last one, Chris Connolly, three percent owned. This is your guy. Yeah, Didi is Didi is currently playing with a hurt shoulder, and he might miss some time. If so, Chris Conley is the number two receiver other than Chark. Uh, they play Houston next week in London. Ooh, yeah, and those corners are like not you said good. earlier. You said they had both their starters injured, and another went out for the rest of the game. I mean, they had a safety injured, they had two corners injured, and then they had another corner injured J. J. during Watts that game. Now. And then JJ Watts. So I mean, this this could be an opportunity for Chris, Chris Conley if you need a starter, but DJ Chark. Could eat oh, in he, Houston. Definitely I, eat. He just he's a he's a must start, obviously. But Connolly is a good. Yeah. I, I like that. The way Manchu's little play, sneak, yeah. sneaky little play. Yeah, I like that. And he's three mm-hmm. percent owned. Yep. I, I guarantee you, every league he's owned. Um, I mean, available. Uh, I mean, that's just crazy. It's insane that you're able to get somebody for free that easily. Yeah. Anything else? Anything else I want to add? Let's hear. It. I had a great tidbit, but I completely forgot what it was. Hmm. Had to probably be with you losing your week because James Conner. Okay, we'll see you injured. guys. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs> Heather's Heather the baby. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast. Don't forget to visit us on the web at tttfantasyfootball.com and follow us on Instagram at Top Tier Tactics. If you enjoy the show, be sure to subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts too. 